<laughs> wow okay i'm finally doing it welcome you person to the very first conscious club podcast hosted by yours truly arige um some of you might know me as arige <laughs> from my youtube but yeah if my real name is actually spelled arige like a-r-e-e-g-e I don't know why I'm talking about that. I think there's just a part of me that gets bothered when <laughs> when people message me and they write Arij with like as my YouTube name. They're like, hey Arij, U-H-R-E-E-J. And I'm like, that's not my name. That's like a weird YouTube thing that I did back when I was insecure about my name and I wasn't I wanted people to be able to remember it. So I tried to make it phonetically rememberable. Does that make sense? But yeah, so if you're listening to this on an audio, I am filming a video <laughs> that I will be posting to my YouTube channel because I personally, like I'm going this extra mile just because I personally really, really, really prefer podcasts that I can watch if I want to, you know, because just the way that my lifestyle is, I don't really... Like whenever I watch a podcast, like I want it or whenever I consume content, like I kind of set time aside to do that. And yes, like sometimes I'll listen to podcasts when I clean or cook. But I do when I do, I don't know, like when I do activities, I kind of want them to just focus on consciously focus on that one activity. So if I'm cooking, I just want to cook and pay attention to the ingredients. And when I clean, I want to make sure I'm doing the right thing and sorry, doing it right and just like feeling all the satisfaction of like (laughs) you know like when something's dusty and you wipe it and you're like wow what an amazing difference that is what I like to focus on so (laughs) back to my point I don't like listening to podcasts just audio because I prefer watching them videos so that was a long way to say that for your preference I will have this podcast on both my YouTube channel when possible. Of course, I'm sure there might be instances where it's not really possible for me to film. Um, In that case, I'll just post an audio. But for the most part, I will try my best to post a video as well and kind of kill two birds with one stone and get some YouTube content up while also getting some podcast content up. And yeah, so... (laughs) If you are watching the video, you might notice that I'm sitting next to a window. And that is because Garrett and I are currently at the cottage again. And if you follow me on Instagram, uh, my my Instagram handle, for those of you that don't know, I am most active on Instagram, by the way. So like in the past couple of months, I've been kind of, um, I haven't really posted as frequently to my YouTube channel. And if that ever happens, you can be sure that I'm still going to be active on Instagram. So if you really want to keep up with me and you miss my content, I'm not posting it to the YouTube, 100% follow me on Instagram. It is at areege.c, at A-R-E-E-G-E dot C. And yeah, so if you do follow me there, you probably know that Garrett and I just welcomed a brand new pupperino. <laughs> to our home to our family um she her name is luna 
It's so freaking cute. Um, she is so cute. She is. So, she's like, she's. I was gonna say she's so black, but she is. Like her fur is very. It's not fur. I think it's technically considered hair because of the breed she is, but. She's covered in black fur and it's the cutest thing ever and it the reason I named her Luna is because when I was younger I was a huge Sailor Moon fan and you know um I forget her name Sailor Moon her name like her non transformed identity like her I think it's like Celine or Celeste or I don't know maybe I'm completely wrong but <laughs> that's besides the point so I got Luna, and it, sorry, I named her Luna because Sailor Moon had a little black cat that she named Luna, and that has been my dream ever since I've been a kid. And of course, I would have gotten a cat, but however, my housemate Josh is allergic to cats, and Garrett doesn't like cats because when he was younger, he got scratched by some, and he is just prejudiced now so I didn't want to I pick my battles so I was like okay well we can just get a little black dog and name her Luna but she is the most adorable little pup I'm so excited to have her but she's also so much work which is why I am just so grateful that excuse me I'm so grateful that Garrett's parents have let us come to the cottage to kind of get used to her have her get used to us because in the city we're also living in an apartment so it's a bit more difficult to you know take her out to her like potty training and things like that it's a bit easier here so that's why I'm sitting next to a window this is already very blabby but that's okay because when I set the intentions for this podcast, one thing that was at the top of my priority list was that I did not want this to be feeling like an extra burden. You know, like I want to make podcasts because I get something out of it. Like I have fun recording them. I have fun editing them. I enjoy, I just love talking. I don't know if you've noticed this yet, but I love talking. And this just seemed like an amazing I don't know, next step, next thing to add to my list of things that I like doing. Um, because if you watch my YouTube videos, you know I make like, my minimum video length is like 20 minutes because I talk so much. But podcasts will let me talk even longer and it's not weird. And people will kind of expect that I'm going to be talking longer. And also another thing that I'm really excited about for this podcasting thing is that I'll be able to invite guests and I'll be able to have conversations with people I really admire and people that I just look up to and want to learn from and I don't know like I remember when did I start watching the first time I ever listened to a podcast was the Joe Rogan experience I think that was about like five or six years ago and I remember thinking like that is my dream job like being able to just meet and have really amazing deep conversations with people I think are cool how how amazing is that (laughs) I love connecting I love connecting with people so definitely be excited for all of the amazing people that I'll bring on here that will teach me things that will teach you things and it's just really going to broaden my um I don't know how to explain this like not content list but like content field 
like I feel like up till this point um, my YouTube channel has been very much focused on the brown girl experience or at least that's where most of my audience has come from and although yes that is what has been at the forefront of my mind like going through the process of disownment dealing with the family issues dealing with the um, other things that come along with that I am now feeling like I'm at a place in my life where I'm kind of detaching a little bit from that identity because I feel like for the past five years that was like Anytime I would wake up in the morning, that was the first thing that I thought about was like these problems that I had as a result of this whole cultural situation. But that is not, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm still very involved in this space and I'm going to be continue, I'm going to continue to be involved. Of, in, wow. I can talk, I promise. <laughs> I am going to continue to be involved in the brown girl healing space um, but mostly through my coaching practice now at this point because I feel like I have kind of gone through the darkest depths of that whole situation and I've finally have been able to like come out to the light side and to finally reframe everything that has happened to me all the trauma that I went through I'm now able to reframe it um, to a perspective of like where I feel very grateful for what I went through whereas like before I felt so victim like I had such a victim mentality I would always think like why me like why do I have to go through this why can't I have a normal family why can't my parents just support me can't they see that my boyfriend Garrett is literally the best person ever how can they not see that why do I have to deal with this I hate my life etc 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 and I would let my thoughts loop on that kind of path um but the past six seven months since March have been insanely transformative for me and I will cover as much as I can in this podcast which is kind of what the what I intended the topic of this podcast to be was like kind of like my past six seven months I think it's been seven hold on hold on March April May June July August September okay yeah seven okay I'm glad I I feel like that was just, and I kept switching it back and forth, six or seven, six or seven. It's last seven months since March, since COVID hit. I've just gone through um, intense transformation really, really quickly. And I would love to share with you all of what that has been like and what has even gone on. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my cacao, which I will also definitely talk about at some point. I'm just not really ready to share because I feel like I want to be a little more educated on um, this drink, the ceremonial drink from South America before I go and blab about it to everyone because I want everyone to be acquainted with it. Like I want people to be introduced to it while also learning about the roots of where it came from um, to preserve the traditions and to you know, just really credit the cultures that have developed this ritual. But hold on, let me take a sip. <laughs> okay, now I forgot what my original loop was. Like, what was I even talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is fun. I kind of feel like I'm having a conversation with myself, but I'm also aware of the fact that I'm being recorded. 
And then I'm also thinking about like people in the future listening to me right now. And my mind is just going like it's just getting a little distracted. But I'm going to try my best um, because this is chill. This is a chill thing for me. This is not work. This is something that I want to do. <laughs> These are just reminders to myself because I have to keep making sure that because I'm also like one of the things that I've also been doing a lot recently is reframing my relationship to content creation because making YouTube videos, making any type of content at all where I get to share my thoughts and opinions with the public, I find that so fulfilling. But it's also the way that I've learned to post and the way that um, the mainstream kind of social media coaches and just people who are influential in that space, they have the way that they teach it has caused a lot of has caused me to feel a lot of pressure about what I'm doing and making sure that I have consistency and all, you know, like it, it becomes like a chore, you know? And so that's also one of the reasons why I haven't been posting that much content because I am just trying to really figure out how to detach from that kind of a mindset where it feels like a chore and to reconnect with the mindset where it's for fun. You know, it's something that I enjoy doing. It's something that helps me grow. It's something that helps other people grow you know, so we love going on tangents, don't we? Yes. Okay. Where was I? (laughs) Okay. So I think I was talking about the fact that I was in a victimhood mentality with my um, South Asian brown girl experience. Um, And then over the past six months through everything that I have experienced it has completely flipped and now I am so rooted in the mindset that just of like pure gratefulness for everything that has happened to me including like the worst moments of my life it's just like it seemed very much like the trauma that I experienced was for a higher purpose like it was kind of like an initiation process in a way to enable me to grow into the person that can do all the times type of work that I'm doing now like including making just like just the fact that I was able to make videos even in the last couple of years and touch the lives of so many people I still get messages every single day from people just being able to watch my videos when they're feeling low and instantly being just consoled you know and like And then I was able to take it one step further because now I've started the coaching business, which has enabled me to work one-on-one with people who admire just, or people who admire me. I I don't know. I feel weird about saying that, but I mean, people who kind of resonate with the way that I live my life and the way that my journey has gone and my the way that I think about things it's so amazing now and even extra fulfilling to be able to like right now I'm working with three clients and we're doing the six-week program if any of you are listening to this and you want more information about any of my coaching services um, you can visit my website it is areachjoadiri.com you can find it just in the links of my Instagram you can find it I'll probably link it in the description of this podcast as well but it's my full name.com Um, You can find everything there, but I'm working with three girls right now and it is just, it's surreal to be able to just 
hear their stories, be super present for them, hold the space for them, validate them for everything that they're feeling, and also like fit, like kind of get a sense of where they are on their path of like liberation is how I like to think about it. And like remembering like how I was there not so long ago. Like every single thing that they bring up with me, it's like, oh, I totally resonate with that. I totally relate to that. That is something that I took me a long time to deal with um, because I tef- I didn't have anyone that had gone ahead of me on this kind of a path where it's like I'm kind of going against the wishes of my family and everything like that as a South Asian fe- as a South Asian woman. Um, I didn't have anyone kind of to look up to as a role model um, just because no one came into my field of awareness like I'm now I'm meeting so many women that have gone through this and it's amazing but also just seeing the my clients be going through that and me being able to be like hey you know what you actually don't have to spend months like I did trying to figure out how to get over this Um, pattern that you're experiencing how to get over these feelings of guilt how to get over these feelings of shame like what are the specific things you can do what are the like type like how can you kind of hack it in a way it's not really a hack it's just kind of like building awareness as to what's going on and then reframing the way that we think about the current situation at hand and flipping it around to make it a more optimistic way of looking at it and therefore like going through that step by step with everything that's bothering us and then kind of coming out on the other side with just a renewed like I guess just like a reset version of the way where you are does that make sense I feel like I just blabbed a bunch of words that didn't make sense but it's like you work on each of those worries step by step you reframe them to a more positive Um, way of looking at it because in every situation no matter what it is there's a light side and there's a dark side and for the most part um, just the way that we have grown up in our societies um, it's nobody's fault specifically but we're quite pessimistic you know and those like a lot of the conditioning that we have grown up with is pessimistic so naturally whenever we are confronted with new situations um, when our brain processes them it automatically at least for me I'm sure a lot of people can relate but I obviously don't want to speak for everyone we automatically think of like the worst perspective you know like that's like what our default tends to be it's like what's the worst perspective so it's like me taking five six years to be able to be like oh actually me going through this whole situation with my family guess what and once I get out of it in a couple of years I'll be able to help people through the same thing and it'll be very fulfilling like obviously that is not where my mind went right when at the beginning of this whole thing like it felt like the world was closing in like I was dying like I didn't think that I was like suicidal um but it but then over time I healed and I'm still healing, I'm by no means completely healed from everything that I've been through, but over time, I was able to heal by going step by step with every little thing and being like, okay, how can I flip this to make it, to see it from a lighter perspective? How can I flip this so I I see it as like an optimistic thing, as something that is meant to be, as something that um, is actually for my highest good, even though it doesn't feel like it right now. So 
it's amazing that I, through my coaching work, I can just accelerate that process for people, you know, so they don't have to do so much guesswork. I can just be like, oh yeah, I was there. This is what I used to think. I used to think exactly like you about this particular little situation. And now this is what my perspective is on that same situation. They download that new perspective and all of a sudden they have like, they just feel so much lighter because now they get to think about, they have like a new set of thoughts that they are able to access that because okay so I'm just like seeing visuals right now because I want to explain like <laughs> um I feel like whenever we are confronted with a situation so like a pattern or a cycle in our life um our minds have kind of predetermined kind of pathways that it goes down once it's like um exposed to that stimulus so for example um a good analogy that I, the thing i'm visualizing is like think of a, a a slope of like like a hill okay and then there's fresh snow that has just fallen on the hill and as we move through our lives like we have different sleds of thought patterns that just slide down the hill you know and then over time you kind of get like some of those i'm losing my vocabulary apparently but the paths they get deeper and deeper depending on how um, much the sled has kind of um, moved over it so the thoughts that are hardest for us to break they are the those they are the paths with the that are the deepest because anytime the sled comes even close to that path it just automatically gets sucked in because it's like such a worn out uh, way to go and so the way to heal is to identify all of those different paths that we have gone through our whole life that we we are going through right now like the repetitive um thought patterns that come through when exposed to a stimuli um we have to identify which one of those are actually for our best purpose and which ones aren't and mindset coaching has really helped me with that did any of that make sense I feel like I lost my train of thought and now I don't know where I started, but hopefully that kind of made sense. But you know what I'm trying to say, right? It's like it's like we do have the ability to kind of cause like fresh snowfall and to reset the pathways so that we can access um, a more optimistic mindset by going step by step and accessing more optimistic pathways or pathways or sled troughs or whatever that make us feel good um, as opposed to just going with what we have gone with the whole our whole lives which very likely is like a negative thought pattern Um, I feel like I should give you an example so okay this is like a really simple example I don't know why it popped up into my head but (laughs) so think about like when you're sitting it's sunny it's the summertime there's sun on your face you're feeling good you're feeling warm you're just feeling like you're glowing from the inside out now imagine a bee comes and starts flying around you so now your mind has two different places that it can go with this bee experience like the bee is the stimuli one thing is I feel like for the most part, even me, um, my, everyone's kind of default reaction is to like kind of like all of a sudden go get on 
edge about the bee it being like automatically their thoughts are like oh shit it's gonna sting me you know and that's where we start our minds just automatically start going down that thought pattern it's like oh my god the bee is gonna sting me and so all of a sudden we tense up we all of a sudden cannot enjoy the present moment anymore because we're just like so worried about making sure that the bee doesn't land us on us and sting us and it really causes a lot of stress you know something that experience is not something that feels good it's not something that we prefer to have but if we are able to identify that thought pattern whenever we see the stimulus of a bee coming into our like near our bodies if we can identify that as something that happens um, and we let ourselves kind of think through that for a little bit kind of exploring that kind of like kind of observing observing that reaction and sorting through it in our minds so for example if I'm identifying that this is how I react and it's like okay I don't really want to feel so upset about bees being around me because at a certain time during the season it's just bound to happen and I'm not going to waste my time just feeling scared Um, and then maybe I'll think about thoughts like okay what are the reasons why I shouldn't be scared of bees or like what are the positive things about bees that I can think about instead and one of the things is I've never been stung by a bee or a wasp or anything and they have been around me a lot and the way I do that is I just don't really swat at them I just kind of stay still and I'm sure I've been lucky but realistically like I don't get stung that often I don't think that it's that high of a risk for me to get stung unless I'm actively like aggravating the bee or the wasp I keep saying bee but you know what I mean like bees wasps like any stingy type of thing that looks like that um another thing you can do to process that uh to reframe that is by thinking about all of the benefits of having wasps and bees. It's a bit easier to know the benefits of bees. For example, they produce honey. They are very important fact, like they're very important entities that maintain our ecosystems, things like that. It's just like kind of creating lists that just giving your mind uh thoughts that it could go choose instead of going into that like default um fright thought pad thought path sled path (laughs) now does it make sense what I'm talking about (laughs) I hope so (laughs) so yeah so that is just like a very simple way like you can retrain your brain and reprogram the default programs by just observing them and kind of installing new software onto them I love the analogy of just coding because I for those of you that don't know I did study like I have a computer science degree um, that's what I studied at university and so now that I'm kind of moving into the field of what what is it? psychology I guess um, yeah just like learning about the way that our minds work what the human how to move through the human experience things like that I find the programming analogies coming in so handy. Um, But yeah, so I don't know how I got to that, but I think that was a really nice piece of information, wasn't it? (laughs) I'm going to sip my cacao again. Anyway, yeah, so that's what I've been... The past six and seven months has just... Everything that I've been exposed to and things like that has just 
made me very aware of the fact that I do have the power to reprogram my mind and all it just takes is some not discipline necessarily like discipline can be a part of it but it's really just desire right like if you want to make sure that you're not stressed about bees all the time if you really really don't want to be stressed about bees all the time then you will do everything in your power to make sure that you're not stressed and then you can start um, implementing some of those practices like reframing thoughts and things like that Um, but yeah that is like it's just like I feel like the best way to describe it, I know everyone always taught like throws around their work, throws around the concept of spiritual awakening. But for me, I have always been spiritual because I grew up religious. I always did believe in a higher power. And then there was a period of a couple of years where I was just like, well, I believe in a higher power, I think, because everything is too harmonious for there not to be some general like natural harmonious flow kind of running under life and everything that we see Um, but because I no longer resonated with Islam and I didn't resonate with that higher power being some man-like figure in the sky or like some just like individual entity type of thing that's controlling everything and judging everyone because I didn't resonate with that I went down I started kind of exploring like atheism and trying to really fit myself into that mold of like sorry about that I my camera stopped recording these are just the troubleshooting things that come along with new (laughs) doing new things so anyway no worries um where was I I think I was talking about the fact that after I kind of detached myself from Islam Um, I started going down or trying my best honestly to go down the route of atheism and being like nope I'm not going to deal with anything spiritual anything religious fuck all of that none of it's like stupid to believe religion it's stupid to be spiritual Um, and this was really easy for me to do because all of my peers and everyone around me there wasn't really anyone that was spiritual or religious or anything like all of the people that I had surrounded myself with were very like science is the only answer ever only science we believe in science and that's it if science can't currently prove something therefore it is not real it can never be real you know of course not everyone really had that and I'm sure um, a lot of people actually can be spiritual but they're kind of in like a spirituality closet if that makes sense because they're afraid of being judged for their beliefs um and so it was easy for me to go down that path of trying to fit myself into like an atheism um agnosticism type of uh, world or sense or perception of reality but again it still felt like that void that had been left from religion just was not being filled and it was just in the back of my mind like I just didn't resonate that there could be nothing you know like that there is no harmony or pattern or anything and that all that I see is only what exists and there's no higher meaning there's no extra stuff like you know what I mean like I love just stories and I love symbolism and I love 
meaning <laughs> i love meaning you know and i think a lot of us love meaning but in the place that we've grown up in this time and age a lot there's a lot of people that make it difficult for us to be open about the fact that we like assigning meaning to things you know like for me at least the way the like with the influences that I had I almost felt felt dumb to want to assign any meaning to something that didn't necessarily have an obvious innate meaning um and that really hindered my spiritual growth because I blocked myself from ever exploring anything that could be like I just did never I just never wanted to be wrong about anything and so I kept myself safe by being like I'm not going to believe in anything that can be debated I'm not gonna ever express that I do like think about any of that like anything that I say is my opinion anything that I believe in it has to be like it has to be have consensus with everybody because I just don't I I just don't like conflict (laughs) um but in March or yeah early March late February I randomly so okay this is like the biggest full circle moment of my life and this is what has really started this I don't know if you've noticed but if you go onto my videos on my YouTube channel and you go and see like what my demeanor was how I acted how I spoke what my voice sounded like what my tone was there is quite at least to me there seems to be a very clear difference in like my vibe (laughs) um from before March like go watch a video from like last like October 2019 or November 2019 that was a state in my life where I was just very burnt out like literally just draining myself every day because I was just anyway not really doing everything that I like doing but I was pressuring myself a lot and then watch one of those and then compare it to any of my videos after April 2020 and what are the differences to me there seems like a huge massive difference because in March and late February ish I all of a sudden got access to this whole community of people that I had never I honestly didn't even know they existed and it was just people that thought in the way that I thought that liked assigning meaning to things that were spiritual in the same way that I was spiritual it's like because I was like sorry after I left Islam and before I have kind of like found my community within the spirituality community I I thought that there was no one that I mean I knew I'm sure there were people but I didn't know how to find them like I didn't have I didn't have the vocabulary that I know now to be able to find like-minded people because I was like I I am spiritual but I'm secular spiritual like none of my spiritual beliefs um are locked into any organized religion and yeah like back then when I was in that state because I was like that because all I saw were either people who are religious or people who are just like secular spiritual but didn't really talk about it. Maybe they did a meditation practice. Maybe they did a yoga thing like I did, but it didn't go much deeper than that. There wasn't like any deeper um, (laughs) reality exploration. You know, it was just like, well, this is what it is. Yes, meditation helps. That's a spiritual practice and yoga helps. It's a spiritual practice, but there wasn't like any mythology or symbolism that 
I resonated with and I didn't have access to anything that I did resonate with because it seemed like anything that I was being exposed to was all like related to spirituality was coming from a religious perspective and I didn't like religion anymore so but anyway in um full back to what my full circle moment is this is I don't know how long I should make this video because I haven't even started talking about everything that went on in the past six months but I am just going to kind of try to give you the cliff notes I'm trying to cap this at an hour um it's about 40 minutes a little under 40 minutes but anyway late February one of the girls that I have admired um, for so many years she has helped me so much indirectly because just through her YouTube videos and through her social media posts Um, her name is Mika Francis and back when I was really in like the dark depths of my I don't know, family situation, my confusion with my spirituality, things like that. I was exposed to her channel and I was exposed to her presence um, via YouTube videos. And she made this video once called Spirituality 101. And in that video, she basically talked about the type of spirituality that I kind of practice now, very secular, but also like full of meaning and full of fulfillment. She talked about that and she gave some books to read, you know, like she mentioned some books. And from that video, I discovered the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And that just was like, whoa, it was like that was like one book that I read that completely just like shifted my perspective and like moved me into a completely new, sorry, realm of reality. Because before, like the basically, if you haven't read the book, The Power of Now, the whole book is just about the fact that the only thing that really exists is the current moment. It's the now, you know, like the past is an illusion. The future is an illusion. The past has existed, but it no longer exists now. The future will exist, but it does not exist now. And every time, even when we move into the future, it's still the now. Um... I'm not going to spend this podcast explaining that whole concept, but it's pretty, like, you can go pretty deep with it as well, but highly recommend the book, The Power of Now, and that was, like, um, mind-blowing to me because I just never thought about it before. (laughs) I was just like, whoa, he's so right. Oh my god, what? That's so true. There is only one moment. There is only, only the now exists. That's the only thing that really exists. And guess, and he does talk about in the book as well about like, you're always safe in the now, you know, like when we have anxiety about the future, often we find that once whatever we've been anticipating, by the time we get there, it's actually not as bad as we had been thinking up in our minds, you know. And so it was just like, I was going through a lot and to be given that gift of knowledge that I am safe in the now was insane. And it was monumental in my growth. And I, after that, I just started going headfirst into like anything that I could find um, about similar teachings. And that is how I have developed my sense of spirituality. It started all, it all started from the power of now and the way that it speaks about a higher purpose to life and like a way to navigate life without having the fear-based punishment model that was taught to me through um, 
Islam, at least the way that it was taught to me. Of course, I always say this every time I mention Islam because people get upset. Islam and any other religion can be practiced in thousands of ways. You know, like there are base teachings, but everyone's interpretation can be different. The way that I was taught Islam, it was very fear-based and it caused me to fear life. It caused me to live in fear of God, an invisible God that was judging me all the time. It caused me to like, it was just not a nice way to live. It was not a nice headspace to live in. Um, but the power of now gave me access to a way of thinking that kind of helped me navigate my human experience while staying away from that kind of realm of religious religious religiosity is that a word even if it is a word I don't know if it fits here but you know whatever I think I got my point across so Mika Francis that bitch <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> Mika Francis introduced me to this path of spirituality that I'm still on now um, just through that one video that she posted. And at the time, she also was huge for me, a huge inspiration for my YouTube channel as well because she was just the first person that I ever saw online that was just fully authentic. Um, back then, she would post vlogs where she would cry on the camera, just go talking through whatever she was going through. And that was huge for me because it taught me that crying is okay, that releasing emotions like that is okay, that it's normal to cry. Um, and she just gave me so much strength and, through, and was, I'm sure, like a lot of the reason why I was able to handle all of the trauma that I experienced in those years was because I had someone like Mika to use kind of as a mentor. Um, she was so, like even back then, um she was just so free and free-spirited and just she still is um by the way but that was like the first person that I really saw that really embodied that like sense of just I fucking love life you know like let's fucking live um and I loved that and so I kind of latched onto her um but anyway in February of 2020 she posted an Instagram story um, granted, she is quite big on Instagram now. I think she is, I'm sure, like 200,000 followers or something on Instagram. Um, so she's quite big. And she posted a story that was promoting a group course that she was going to she was going to be taking. It was a self-growth course. It was a group course taught by um, a mindset coach named Adriana, um, who goes by Adriana Loves. Um, and... She posted a story being like, hey, everyone, so I'm going to be um, being in, I'm going to be doing this group self-growth course over the next couple of months. There is however many spots left. If you if you're interested, I highly recommend that you apply. Adriana's Adriana was her coach for a while before that as well. They were doing one on one coaching. So she was like, Adriana's great. She's helped me so much. And I really recommend like experiencing her magic and because I held Mika with such high regard and because the reason I connected to Mika so much was because of our shared interest in self-growth and spirituality type of thing I just had this like sudden like intuitive like push to do it you know and 
back in February, like I was saying in October and November, I was quite burnt out because I was working as a web developer and because I thought that's the only way I could make money because that's what I did my degree in. I had to be like a code monkey basically and just like stare at a computer all day. But that's just not, now I know that that was actually causing a lot of distress upon my mind and body because I'm just not someone who can stay quiet all day like I really thrive when I'm talking to people I really thrive when I'm expressing myself and yes I can code and yes I enjoy it at times but it's not something that I like doing as like a full-time kind of gig but because of that as well like I wasn't making enough money to like pay my costs of living like Garrett was still financially supporting me a lot and I knew that this course that Mika had suggested it was probably going to cost some money um but regardless like there was that internal push that I couldn't ignore and so I filled out the application form and another part of me was also like oh well Mika has so many followers you're probably never going to get accepted into this program even if you do want to do it but so I signed up the form signed the form and just waited to see what happens the next day and then anyway it doesn't matter how the rest of it went down but basically within a couple of days I was signed up and it was like I was taking a investment I was basically taking a risk with even spending how much I just even just spending how much money I did on that course it was still a risk to me because I didn't feel at the time that I had enough money to be affording things like that but at the same time that intuitive nudge to do it was so strong that I couldn't ignore it and below all the stress and anxiety of like being broke um, and not and fearing that I didn't wasn't gonna have enough money to like live properly or you know um, there was still that like underlying sense of like no this is what you're supposed to be doing right now don't worry about it um so I signed that, signed up with that. We think we had like one or two calls, um, group calls, started getting into it. And all of a sudden COVID hit um, while we were in the program. And that was the biggest blessing to me, COVID. Everyone always asks like, how has it been for you? And I always feel kind of bad because COVID and quarantine has just been the biggest blessing in my life because it really gave me a chance to clean like just make a blank slate, clear everything off my, in my life and just start from scratch basically. Like I went from any activity that I was doing before COVID, I was able to completely like stop it um, through a, through different processes. Like I left, I stopped working as a web developer and I just gave myself so much space and so much time to be at home and just to figure things out while I was also doing this self-growth course. And this course, the way that Adriana was able to present the ideas of spirituality and metaphysics that I really enjoy exploring now Back then, I was very much still skeptical about everything because, like I said, I didn't want to kind of get into that place where I'm just, like, I didn't want to look dumb to anyone, you know? That's always been something that I just wanted to be smart. Like, I wanted everyone to think that I'm intelligent and how could an intelligent person um, be interested in anything that cannot be proven currently by science or, like, by mainstream science, you know? 
So, but anyway, she really, the way that she presented the info, it just really got me out of my shell. And she was able to connect ideas in ways that just made so much sense to me. And I think that if it was anyone else, I wouldn't have gotten so much out of it. But it was just the way that she talks, the way that she delivers content, her vibe, everything was just perfect. And it unlocked like a whole new realm of living where all of a sudden I was able and allowing myself to explore this world of spirituality that I was too scared to explore before like witchcraft like just um, law of attraction all of these kind of practices where you look at you choose to look at reality in a different way um than what we're default that we're taught taught to believe by default so I think I will talk about manifestation and everything like that in another episode because I've got so many thoughts on that and I can also express it in a way where it makes sense to people who are skeptical just like I was who used to judge I used to judge people I feel so bad about this now but I think it's I used to do this because I was so like because I didn't let myself explore all of these non-mainstream concepts I was mad when I saw other people like kind of embodying it so freely like anyone who was into astrology anyone that was into tarot I have tarot decks now (laughs) um anyone who was like crystals I have crystals now (laughs) um literally like if you had told me this like back in November I would have laughed because I was so resistant to this stuff because I just thought it was so stupid how could anyone believe that a crystal could do anything you know like how uh, like tarot cards like that's so dumb like they can't predict your future and tarot cards are another great thing that I can talk about in a podcast or a video probably a video it's more accessible that way for a larger audience I think but just side note tarot cards don't really predict your future they just kind of give you a snapshot of what is going on in the present and that helps you kind of you use so for example this card the knight of wands um they have different I'm showing the camera by the way for anyone who's listening to the audio um this card there's symbols on there's a photo there's like a suit and a number or like a you know what I mean and each card holds different symbolic meaning and you can use them to kind of get a better understanding of where your mind's at because the symbols on the cards kind of um, prompt you to start thinking about different things and it's been a huge tool in my life But all of Adriana was able to open me up to this whole world of these amazing self-growth tools that I never let myself look at or even try to understand before because I was just so scared. But through that, like through everything, the crystals, the affirmation cards, the cacao, the tarot, the it has it's just like my self-growth is just like progressing and progressing faster and faster and faster because all of these tools are helping me realize so much about myself and realize so much about reality but anyway so 
I think the main thing that I've learned, like if I was to summarize the main message of the past six, seven months of my life has been that everything that happens in my reality, everything that I perceive is a choice in a way. It's like, yes, different things happen to me. There's a lot of external circumstances that I can't necessarily control. For example, COVID. But this is so cliche, but now it really hit me. Like the the truth of this is that you can you can't really always control what exactly happens to you but you can control how you react to it so covid being something that was so just it shook everyone up it shook the whole world up it shook up the way that i moved through life on a daily basis Um, but instead of getting depressed about that i was able to find a community of people that were help that helped me reframe the experience of even covid like instead of thinking of COVID being something like oh my I don't even know what's gonna happen like are we ever gonna go back to a normal way of living things like that like instead of being so down about all of the loss that COVID had brought I instead was given perspective like given a different perspective by the community that I had found through Adriana and all the other girls in that mastermind program I also at that time joined a cacao circle with um who and cacao is something that I found through another youtuber that I really love named Caro Arevalo I hope that's how you pronounce it properly but um she's a she's a painter and she introduced me to cacao through one of her videos i joined the cacao laboratory virtual circles that ran every day during like the during like the most of the first wave of covid here in ontario and all of a sudden like i was there was all these people around me that didn't view life like a chore like they saw life as a gift and as something that was to be just to to be revered is that the word like all these people were just so optimistic and they were happy and they weren't just fake happy like they were glowing with happiness you could really tell that whatever they were doing was working for them and they being able to experience covid through the perspectives of these people who were so happy it gave me all of these just it was it's so I'm getting tired of talking now (laughs) so it's harder for me to form the sentences but for example instead of seeing COVID as all of the things that I lost I was able to see COVID as this really transformative period of my life where I was able to really pause and reflect on where my life was going how I was living and really start taking action and moving my life towards the life that I really wanted to be living instead and so community is has been so huge for me I have always been like on my self-growth journey I've always been like oh I'm gonna go solo because I don't need anyone's advice because no one knows anything or no one knows what's best for me except for me and that's true but the reason I thought that was because in the past in my past past life (laughs) in my past as a person growing up with um, strict religion around me and strict cultural norms everyone around me whoever gave me advice it was just advice that I didn't resonate with and if I didn't follow that advice people would get upset with me so when I started my self-growth journey I was like no 
uh, fuck everyone else like I'm gonna do this on my own I don't need anyone to tell me what to do I don't need any help whatever and I was so resistant to even joining any communities but through Adriana and through the cacao circle and everything it just opened me up to a whole world of like oh my gosh I could have found this earlier and oh my gosh I would have felt the healing happen so much faster but I also believe that everything happens in divine timing. I found Adriana. I found me. Oh, I forgot to explain what the full circle moment was. So anyway, this is going to be a little tangent. But um, back to like joining the course, I joined the course and all of a sudden I was in this group where Mika, who was the person who had originally introduced me to the version of secular spirituality that I really enjoy practicing, she was in the course as a peer and I was now all of a sudden, te- I was able to text her. I was able to talk to her face to face. It was so insane. And she also kind of like symbolically like passed the torch on to Adriana who has, I am now um, like, I think I have a couple more weeks with her. Um, I've been like just working with her this whole year and it's just been monumental having a coach and having a community of people that can help guide me um but as a result of this new way of thinking where it's like oh I can actually control my life and that all I need to do is change my perceptions on things um into assigning meaning to everything that makes me feel good making sure that I'm always feeling good in every moment all again all definitely probably (laughs) definitely probably I will probably expand on all of these concepts in later episodes but this is just I'm just kind of I didn't make any notes and so I'm just kind of going with the flow of whatever comes up but I've made so many intense changes I've changed my career I've changed the way that I thought my career was gonna go I've changed my concept of what success is I've um, just changed like my relationship with myself has changed a lot I am even more in love with myself <laughs> than I used to be. Like I, everyone always says that, or people always message me saying like, I'm like the queen of self-love. And it's true. It's because I had to be going through what I went through. I had to be able to rely on myself. I had to trust myself because I felt like I was alone. But my relationship with myself is even stronger now, which is amazing. Um... And I'm changing my perceptions or I'm changing my relationship to social media. I'm really changing my relationships to content creation. I'm changing my relationships and whatever concepts I hold in my mind about what work is, what work should look like, what entrepreneurship is, what entrepreneurship should look like. And there's just been a lot of changes. And now I have a little dog, a little puppy that I intended to bring in like I wrote about her in Mar in March or April as like an in something to manifest and she's finally come into my life and every single thing that I have wanted to manifest that I kind of um kind of intended to manifest back earlier this year it has all now pretty much happened and yeah it's just been amazing and I'm so grateful for everything the past six months have just been insane and I 
have also developed, if you follow me on Instagram, I've also developed like a really big interest in metaphysics and thinking about reality in a very like spacey way because it's just so much fun, you know? It's so much fun seeing, for me at least, like it just makes my human experience just so much more enjoyable when I truly believe that I am controlling everything in my experience or not fully controlling everything but at least that at least some version of me like maybe my higher self or something is controlling everything happening to me and that everything that is happening is for my highest good no matter what it is no matter how bad it looks it's always working out best case scenario that has been my motto for the past seven months and it's been amazing and that's also why, like because I've been going through such intense transformation so quickly and I've been bringing in so many new things into my life for example starting the coaching business now with Luna and I guess even this podcast there's this little period that I am just starting to come out of now I think where it's like yes I brought all these things in but there was an integration period where I had to make sure that I don't know, just like make like getting it all to fit in with whatever was already existing in my life and without stressing myself out too much. So that's why I've kind of let myself off the hook with the YouTube videos and things like that and content creation because I just have didn't have the mind space for it because I'm just going through so much. But yeah, excuse me, I'm like hiccuping. That's an hour. I feel like at the end, I may have gotten kind of incoherent (laughs) but I also just feel myself getting tired it's like when I talk too much um I go very much into my head does that make sense like I don't know how to explain it like it's not a headache but I feel very like spaced out if I talk too for too long um so I'm going to end this podcast here I hope you enjoyed whatever I talked about I honestly don't even remember at this point I'm excited to listen to it again while I'm editing but yeah please look forward to the new episodes I am hoping like my long-term plan I'm not gonna stress myself out like I said but hopefully I would love to record at least two episodes a month so like having a YouTube video up one week and then having a podcast up the following week and then another YouTube video another podcast um that is the schedule that I've kind of planned out in my mind Hopefully I get to that at some point in the near future. But yeah, this is definitely something that I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed just talking and seeing what comes up. It's really interesting. It's like I'm basically processing my thing, like concepts in my mind in real time. So that's cool. This podcast will be up on the, it will be distributed on like, so you'll be able to find it on YouTube and then you'll also be able to find it on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere else that, or most of the main podcast networks. So yeah, it's going to be a real thing. (laughs) Um, I just think this first episode is, I don't know, um, as I kind of learn more about podcasting and my relationship to podcasting I feel like I might get more niche into what I talk about and I might have a better description of this podcast um, than what I have now which is basically just something to do with like exploring the human experience or something but that's so broad 
Um, I sense that this podcast is going to be an outlet for me to really discuss a lot of the spirituality and reality exploration concepts that I've been learning. But I think that might not happen for a couple of episodes because there's still a part of me that is uncomfortable or insecure about that. But I'm working on it and... I think I've made a lot of progress since March, <laughs> made a progress, a lot of progress since last week. So yes, things are looking really amazing here in a reach world. And I hope you follow me along. Um, yes. Also, um, did you hear the music at the intro? And I think I will play it again at the end. My lovely boyfriend Garrett was so kind and he created that track for me and I just love it so much it's like so mystical oh that's like a word that I should have used I am very into mysticism now I love that shit it's so much fun and it adds so much like sprinkles so much fun and lightness into my life um but yeah he's amazing Garrett's amazing I'm sure Garrett says hi I will have him as a guest on my next podcast next episode probably or like an episode after that definitely soon but I just wanted to make sure that the first episode I did was me just to kind of set the set the stage, you know, of what this project, podcasting project for me is going to be about. And yeah, just getting used to the mic. And now I'm just blabbering on. So yes, um, anything you would like to follow me on, follow me on Instagram at areege.c, A-R-E-E-G-E dot C. I am most active on that social media platform. I have all my updates on there. Um, if you are interested in working me with me um, through my coaching program, I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> um, you can find that on my website, reachjodri.com. And then obviously I'm available on my YouTube channel, um, Areege, U-H-R-E-E-J. I just recently hit 3,000 subscribers on there. How amazing is that? amazing so amazing um can you believe that i was i hit a thousand last december or no, late november and now i'm already at three thousand and it, amazing i love it i'm so happy okay that's it i'm gonna stop thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching if you are watching the video version and i love you so much and i hope to record another episode soon yay i'm so happy i did this Mwah! love you <laughs>